heard every heart sing, Lord, I want to live for thee. Come now. Lord, I want to live for thee.
Amen. From the Gospel of John, Gospel of St. John, Chapter 1. <clears throat> Now reading with verse 6. John chapter 1 beginning with verse 6. <clears throat> and there you will find these words. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Came into his own, and his own received him not. But as many as receive him, to them gave he power, to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Amen. <clears throat> for the next few minutes, I want to talk about light for a dark world. Light <clears throat> for a dark world world. It seems as hard and as dark as it seems that these are these days are right now that we are living in. Can you imagine living in a world that was totally dark? Can you imagine living in a dark world it seemed like all hope is gone. A world where it seemed like right was losing the battle to wrong. A world where it seemed like evil was winning over good. A world where truth has been silenced with some alternative truth. A world where sickness and disease were running rampant and the question was, will they ever find a cure? If so, my brothers and my sisters, you can relate to where the world was after the close of the Old Testament. After the close of the Old Testament, there was a period 
dead silence from God. After the close of the Old Testament, for over nearly 400 years, God said absolutely nothing. Can you imagine? For 400 years, it seemed like the light of God's love, his mercy, his kindness for 400 years, it seemed like all of that was gone. Every writer in the Old Testament had prophesied that God had a plan, that they, they, they testified and wrote that somebody is coming to restore the relationship between man and God. That was what the whole Old Testament was about. It was about writers who were trying to assure the world that God had not forgotten them. Genesis speaks of that hope as the seed of a woman. Isaiah says he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. They were just trying to bring a little light in a dark world. Jeremiah said, one who shall reign and prosper and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth, Ezekiel said, as a tender twig became, becomes a, stra a strategy, sight, yet sight on the lofty mountain. He, all of these people, are trying to bring hope in darkness. Daniel said, the great stone will crush the kingdoms of this world. They were all trying to bring hope to a dying world, but now all of these writers and all of these prophets they're dead. They're either dead or they have been put to death. All of this prophecy, all of this thing, all of these wonderful things that they have been saying, they, yeah, that now there's been so long that yeah, they, they had not heard any word from God. They had not heard any, any encouraging word. And now they were living, they, although they were living in hopes, over time now, hope is beginning to fade away. For 400 years, can you imagine not hearing from God in 400 years? They had all but given up. But that silence was broken after 400 years with this one line. There was a man. Y'all hearing this? 400 years, nothing. 400 years, nobody heard from God, but all at once here is a writer saying, there was a man. Nobody had spoken for God in 400 years, but now there is a man whose name is John. Are y'all hearing me? So, as we begin our journey toward this Christmas celebration, as we begin our journey yeah, toward this next celebration, we are introduced to a character whose name is simply John. John, the writer, starts his book by talking about personalities that 
are celestial in nature. If you read John 1, beginning at the first, you see him talking about God, yeah, the, the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son. He's talking about celestial creatures and celestials in, in the beginning. Yeah, and he says, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He's talking about celestial beings. But now, he makes a shift. And he's no longer referencing the Godhead of, uh, uh, he's not, no, no longer is he talking about spiritual personalities. He wants to make it clear he, he's making a shift. And now he's talking about a man. He wants us to understand that, yeah, I started out talking about God and his son, but right now I want you to know I'm talking about a man. Verse 6, he makes it clear there was a man named John. And get it, get it. Sometimes you have to read what the Bible ain't saying. Not Apostle John. Not Bishop John. Not Elder John. Not Dr. John. Not Pastor John. Just John. There was a man whose name was John. See, sometimes we, we, get caught, we get more wrapped up in our titles than we are the weight of our testimony. His name was just John. Go over to St. Luke and you can, you can get some background on John. You get some background on John that he was the cousin of Jesus whose father Zacchaeus was visited by the same angel as that visited Mary, the mother of Jesus. And he was told that his wife Elizabeth was going to have a son in her old age and that he was to name him John. Points that the Bible, point that the Bible is making here is that John was a man, a mere Man, y'all hear me? God gets his message to us through men and women who are just like us. Y'all hear me? When God has something to say, he uses us, men and women. So oh, 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 he, he, can, he can use, be, be clear, he can use anything. He spoke one time out of a burning bush. Spoke through an earthquake one time. Even time, one time he even spoke through a donkey. But he uses men to speak to men. He uses mankind to speak to mankind. Yes, John was a great man, but he was merely a man. Unlike Jesus, who is a son of God, John was a son of a man. But here it is. Here it is. Here's why John is significant. This is what his significance came from this next line. He was a man sent from God. Are y'all hearing this? Malachi 3 and 1 refers to him as God's messenger. 
And that's important, my brothers and my sisters. It's important because it says that John didn't just wake up one morning and decided he wanted to go out and help God out. Are y'all hearing this? He is called and sent by God. God gave him his mission and God gave him his message. It was God who gave him his credentials. It was God who gave him his instruction. As, I, as a follower of Jesus Christ, it would do us all well to know that the mission that we are on is not our mission. Are y'all hearing me? The way you see it, in your opinion, doesn't matter one iota. It is God who is calling the shots. John was a man. He was a man. And let, let me show you something. John, read it. Read it. Check it for yourself. John did no miracles. We don't find any vision or any revelation attributed to John. His sole purpose was to get a cold and dark world ready for a savior that was on the way. After 400 years of silence, here is finally one voice reviving the interests of the kingdom of God among all men. Mind you now, for 400 years, nobody heard anything from God. Several generations have passed. There's been no prophet to keep alive the idea of God's kingdom among men. And then seemingly out of nowhere, one voice, one voice, that was a man named John who was sent from God. Verse 5 gives some idea of the condition of the world in John's time. The light of the hope in God had all but gone out. The light was still shining, it was still shining, but the world could not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John and he came to bear witness of the light. I know this is slow, but listen to me. A man came to bear witness of the light. And I want you to notice that that light has a capital L on it came to bear witness of the light. Why? That men through him might believe. Verse 8 goes on to explain something that all of us need to know. He was not the light. He came to bear witness of the light. That true light that, that, that gives light to every man that comes in the world. He was not the light. I want to say that for a minute. He was not the light. He came to bear 
witness of that light. And that's a word I believe that every young preacher, I believe that every worker, every singer, everybody who's trying to do anything from the Lord, you ought to get on that line right there. And that ought to stick to you. You are not the light. Y'all hear me? You are not the light. We are witnesses. We come bearing witness of the light. He was sent into the world, and the world was made by him, but the world didn't know him. This is the light. The light was sent into the world. The world was made by him, but the world did not know him. You think evangelism is hard now. You think it's hard now getting people to hear the message of Jesus. You think that's hard now. Can you imagine being the first one talking about Jesus in 400 years? Can you imagine the first one to bring up a message of hope after 400 years? According to this word, even God's people, the people of promise, were not ready to receive the message of a coming Savior. Look at verse 11. It says it. He went into his own, and his own, the Jews, the people of promise, and they received him not. Many of them to this day still have a problem with him. Are y'all hearing me? Many of them to this day, they have a problem with Jesus. Many, they cannot see Jesus as the savior of the world. But now, here is the verse that ought to make somebody shout right here. Verse 12, his people would not receive him. He went to them, they received him not. But look at verse 12, but as many as received him. That's me. Y'all ain't hearing me. That, that's us, that's us. But as many as receive him, gave, he gave them the power to become sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. And as I head to my seat, let me remind us that God still uses men. God still uses men, women, boys, and girls. He still uses us to witness for him. He still uses men to tell his story to a world that cannot comprehend it on their own. That's all I'm doing right now. That's all I'm doing. That's what I have committed my life to do. I'm just like John. I'm called yeah, and, and, and credentialed by him just to keep telling this story. Are y'all hearing me? You want to know who I am? I, I, I'm just one who is called. I am credentialed to go and tell his story. And just like John, just like John, I realize that this story is not about me. Somebody ought to come to realization right now. I, I, I realize that this story is not at all about me. I am not the light, but I do my best to bear witness to that precious light. I'm just another man who has been sent 
to tell a dying world about a living Savior. I'm just another man who is uh, here to tell about Christ that was born of a virgin. I'm here to tell the story about one who lived just like you and I live. I I'm just one uh, who is here to tell the story about one uh, who took on the robe uh, of human flesh. I'm just one who comes to tell the world that he is a well in the midst of the wilderness. He is a light in the midst of all of our darkness. I come to tell the world that he is a refuge in the midst of all of our storms. He is a feast in the midst of famine. He's a calm in the midst of a violent world. He's a song in the midst of sorrow. He is a rose in the midst of storms. I'm here to tell a dying world and a dark world that he is the only begotten son of God who came to take away the sins of the world. Are y'all hearing me? That's all I am. I'm just a man sent by God to tell you that Jesus, he went to Calvary yeah, to save a wretch like you and me. Yeah, I'm here to tell the story that he died on an old rugged cross. They laid him in a bowery tomb. But I thank God I can tell the rest of the story. And that is it. Early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. So right now, as we head into a next season of celebration, let me invite everybody in the house. Let me invite everybody in your house, yes, to join in with me and sing, Jesus is the light of the world. Darkness uh, is all around us, uh, but Jesus uh, is the light of the world. Uh, sickness and disease uh, all over the world, uh, but Jesus uh, is the light uh, of the world. Uh, we're still dealing uh, with wickedness in high places, uh, but Jesus uh, is the light of the world. Uh, we can join in uh, and sing with the angels. Uh, the herald angels sing Jesus the light of the world glory to the newborn king Jesus the light of the world yes we'll walk in the light the beautiful light come where the dewdrops of mercy shine bright they shine all around us uh, by day uh, and by night Jesus uh, Jesus oh, yeah. Jesus he's a light he's a light of the world we have a message 
in the midst of this dark age, in the midst of this dark world we're living in, we have a message. He's still the light of the world. There's hope right there. There's hope. He hasn't turned anything over to anybody. He's still the light of the world. Amen, amen. Oh, shine on me. My day, oh Jesus, the light of the world, of the heavenly angels sing. Jesus, Jesus, the light of the world, glory to Christ in you today. The Bible teaches us that I will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that Christ was raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And no matter where you are today, that those words will resonate in your heart. All you have to do now is accept him as your Lord and your Savior of your life because he went to the cross so that you might have a right to the tree of life. And we pray today that Jesus did that for us. Amen. And so now you have that opportunity to accept him now. You can come by letter, you can come by baptism, or you can come by Christian experience. And even now, because where we are today, you can call the church office, and we will hook you up with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Because there's no other place to be is to be with Christ. Amen? Beauty for life. Come where the dewdrops of mercy of the day, shine on by day, won't you come, won't you come, Jesus, the light of the world, one more time, we'll walk in the light, beauty for life, come with, oh mercy, 
Why don't we bless the Lord in his house? Why don't we just bless the Lord in his house? We are grateful to God that even in the midst of all that is going on, we have hope. And our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. And I, I want the people of God, if nobody else stands, the people of God ought to be standing right now. We have what it needs to make it through all that's going on right now. Let me just share some information with you. First of all, let me thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for your continual faithfulness uh, in tuning in. Uh, and if there are those who have decided to make Jesus their choice, uh, please contact the church office. Please make contact so that we can make sure that you're connected with a church. Uh, if not this one, we want to make sure that you are connected with the body of Christ. So please uh, call and let us know about any decision that has been made. Uh, let me share with us that our devotionals are back for the, month, for the next three months. Uh, the word for today, it's here and for the next three months. And I want to thank you for continually supporting this ministry uh, please feel free stop by the office and as uh, always you can't get just one you've got to get at least two because you've got to share one so whatever donation whatever donation you will give please stop by give it or send it through let us know that you're donating to this cause and we'll make sure that you get these booklets so that not only will you have them you can hand them out to your neighbors and your friends. Amen? Amen. Amen. This is for the month December, January, February. So want to go ahead and start getting, getting those out. We want to be in prayer for Brother Lavasca Barton. His father went home to be with the Lord. And so we want to keep he and Marilyn in our prayers as they go through this, this period. Also solicit your prayers for... Brother Lewis Schenkel, uh, Brother Lewis uh, has had surgery this week, and we're going to pray that God will just step in and do what God does. Amen. Amen. And as we pray for him, let's pray for my precious daughter. She's strong, and she's got this big front, but we pray for her. <laughs> we pray for her so that God continues to comfort her during, during, during this time. Good news. <laughs> Let me share some good news with y'all. I, I, we have worked, and as a church family, uh, we thank God for your faithfulness, first of all, during this whole period. Thank you so much. You've been just so faithful in your stewardship and all that we have asked you to do during this time. We talked about eliminating debt. We've been talking about all those things. And I, I, I just want, first of all, just to thank Salem uh, for never missing a beat. Although we're not here in the building, uh, you have been just wonderful in your stewardship. And I just want to say thank you uh, for that. I want to thank you for responding uh, to our plea uh, for elimination of debt. And I, I, I'm just happy today to be able to announce that 
uh, as of January. In the month of January, we're going to be a debt-free church. Say amen. <laughs> we will be completely debt-free. And we've been working toward this. And I'm excited about what God is doing. I'm excited to be able to share with the congregation what God has done through us. So in January, so I'm just excited about when we all come back together and we're going to burn mortgage. But let me also warn you that I, I'm ready for the next step. <laughs> I'm ready for the next step. And so God has a plan. He has a plan. And I want to show you, I want to reveal to you where God would have us go from here. And wherever he takes us and as he takes us forward, guess what? We're going to go and we're going to go debt free. And we're going to do all that we can. We're going to do everything that God tells us to do. And we're going to God that. We're going to be debt free. We're going to continue to give. And we're going to do exactly what God. So let's get ready to plan for this great celebration. I don't know how. I don't know how, how time. I don't know how much more time we're going to be apart. But we're going to find a way to shout about this. <laughs> so we're looking forward to just a great celebration in the month of January. Amen. 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 I pray that everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, I do want to say thank you to those members. We have some members here at the church who are just continually working, uh, cooking meals and making sure that our seniors are taken care of. We want to thank God for those people. Thank God for those people who come and volunteer to feed this community. I drove up here one day, and there were so many cars here, I couldn't get in the yard. Uh, but people in need, and thank God for the church. Thank God for the people of God who see and who meet that need. So let's all of us, during this season, uh, as you go to the grocery store, if you're still able, uh, please just pick up some extra and drop it by. Drop it by so that we can make sure that the community eats. And so we make sure that everybody in this community knows that God has a church here, that there's the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. Again, we thank everybody. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your participation. Thank you all so much for helping to make all of this happen. God be with you till we meet again.
grace of God, as we communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let us all say. Amen. There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church. <laughs>